Sister Carolyn Gornikowski, a Benedictine sister of Erie, Pennsylvania, has been a retreat leader and spiritual animator for more than 30 years. Welcome to her conversations and interactive reflections on creation spirituality. May they deepen your love affair with creation and lead you to meet God, self, and others through a new lens. Learn more about the Benedictine Sisters of Erie at eriebenedictines.org. Today's theme, Expanding Boundaries, speaks of a way of being that has haunted me most of my adult life. And believe me, I am not unaware as an elder that it will be with me as I face this last segment of my life here on earth. What is this theme all about? Why does it affect me as it does? I want to make note that various ideas based on expanding boundaries came to me from the writings of the Dominican sister Maxine Schonk. I give her credit for her insight and ability to convey her message with clarity. She has reminded me that life's circumstances can indeed surprise you, at times hinder or even immobilize you. It happened to me once again a few months ago when I was a part of a team looking forward to Lent. Our task was to plan a liturgical experience for our monastic community. We were to come with ideas, and we certainly did. It was a good sharing of ideas, and I was grateful for the experience. However, what happened next was one of life's surprises that was inviting me to expand my boundaries. The invitation consisted of a single question. Would you be willing, Carolyn, to offer a reflection on a particular gospel? You see, it's our tradition at each Saturday Lenten vigil to have one of the sisters share her insights on the gospel that will be proclaimed the following day. Yikes! Oh, how do I respond to that invitation? Well, I am known for being a high extrovert. But that's one-to-one, or one-to-a-few people, or even one-to-a-small group. But This is something different, something to consider that caught my attention, though, was in the past, I was a schoolteacher, a principal, and an administrator. Oh, but this was something different, as it was to be in a more formal chapel setting in front of the whole community, looking for my insights on a scripture passage. How did I respond to that invitation? On the first Saturday of Lent, during the evening vigil of Sunday, 
I indeed shared my reflection publicly on the gospel passage from Luke. It's the story of Jesus alone in the desert for 40 days, tempted by evil forces. I'd like to return to the original question that came my way. Would you be willing, Carolyn, to offer a reflection on a particular gospel? The emphasis I want now is on the willing part. Willing is not a word that I automatically connect with expanding my boundaries. After all, a boundary is a boundary. It's not a position in which I am comfortable. Really, who is? This was more of a challenge. I did think of Sister Maxine's reminder about surprises in life's circumstances with the possibility of hindrance. At least, though, in this circumstance, I did not feel immobilized. So I pursued the possibility of stretching my personal comfort zone. I recalled other circumstances wherein I chose to do some stretching. At that time, I relied on God to help with the stretching and was made aware of so-called hidden capabilities in me that had yet to be surfaced. Through this awareness, a seed of hope was born and I could feel willingness arising. I smiled as I caught a glimpse of another truth about myself and discovered I was looking forward to this opportunity to share my insights with my sisters on that first Saturday evening of Lent. I was grateful for deeper authenticity. And now I'm sharing podcast 128 with anyone who chooses to listen to a somewhat expanded version of that chapel reflection. 128 is found on our Erie Benedictine website. Looking back, I can see how that little seed of hope paved the way to wider exposure. One thing this taught me was the need to be willing to accept the invitation. Saying yes stimulated my intent to spend quality time in preparing my reflections. First, I entered a period of time when no words of reflection appeared on paper. However, it was time well spent, real quality time. Next came the spirit that lay dormant upon first hearing the invitation. This renewed energy led me to stopping other sisters, telling of the gospel of Jesus in the desert, followed by this question. When you hear of Jesus in the desert, 
fasting for 40 days, being tempted by evil forces, what word, phrase comes to your mind? Only a word or phrase. Their responses are revealed in that 128th podcast I alluded to earlier. But what I can tell you in this podcast is the good feeling I received from these short interviews with the sisters. I could draw others to own their perceptions of this gospel and know that they were open and willing to share and be a part of what I would say as I moved toward the podium to share with the larger community. Earlier, I referred to my quandary as a challenge, and indeed it was. It blocked movement forward and stayed there. That is, until I allowed myself to be open to the present moment, to the question. I had to unstuck myself. I had to ask if the question itself prevented any movement toward a response. Effort on my part was surely needed, but an excessive analysis was not needed. And then there came that voice within me. Just relax and be with your own giftedness. That was the key. So much so that the question became a call. Thanks be to the God within me. The Spirit moved me to accept the challenge. What relief. The pains of labor strengthened once again that little seed of hope and brought added graces and marvelous freedom. I was free to let go of what I thought was not possible for me. I just had not looked deep enough within to find the God who will never abandon me, especially when life seems too heavy to bear. How easy to forget that life is ever new and offers numerous opportunities for liberation from that which prevents true growth. Freedom comes from bringing spontaneity, creativity, and hope into a wounded world. I have come to understand that out there, beyond myself, so much possibility of new life and transformation can be found, but I must choose that which freedom brings. My whole self, body, mind, spirit, my whole self is required in this choice. Expanding boundaries is what is demanded of me, and that calls forth humility to acknowledge the truth of who I am in God's eyes, fearfully and wonderfully made. As a Benedictine sister for 60 years, I have been given plenty of opportunities to choose freedom and all its corresponding advantages and benefits. 
Have I done so? Is my ability, and more importantly, my desire to do so, deepened within me in the passing of time? In fact, the rule of Benedict begins with this invitation. Listen with the ear of your heart. That invitation is also key. It's the one that opens the door to humility. The lifeblood of my Benedictine community rests with each member and her commitment to see herself as God sees her. Unless each takes upon herself this responsibility with the commitment to respond, that is, to the best of her ability, we will be less of a community in the sight of God and humanity. The integrity of the whole and of every member will suffer. I close with a blessing from Sister Maxine. Quote, May this truth penetrate your awareness and bring you to a place of humble gratitude for your life. Proclaim your giftedness and call forth the gifts from others. May the God of integrity be with you. May you gather around you all the experiences of your life, the struggles and the blessings, the pain and the pleasures, and see the wholeness of this moment. May you see your future experiences as opportunities to grow in wholeness, and in doing so, call all people to holiness. May the God of integrity bless you. And let us all say, Amen. Sister Carolyn on Creation Spirituality is brought to you by the Benedictine Sisters of Erie. Visit eriebenedictines.org to learn more about the impact of Benedictine spirituality in our world and to offer your financial support that helps make our outreach possible.